Hello, everyone, and welcome along to this week's episode of Championship Drill with myself, Steve, joined as always by Phil. Uh, it was a strange weekend of action. There was very, mm. other than the, the Southampton New uh, Norwich game, there wasn't a whole lot of goals around early on anyway in the matches. Um, you know, yeah. more goals in the second half is the way it is. But uh, I suppose we, uh, how did you find the weekend's action in general? Um, uh, a lot was... of second half. Half goals. Yeah, a lot of uh, goals. A lot of a lot of surprising results. Um, it really was. We've had a few surprising results already this season. Yeah. Um, um, again, one or two teams, as I as I said last time, yeah, are, are going to be on a when they're on that bad run of form. They want, they need just to get that win. Um, they do. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about. They absolutely. Do. There's one or two teams that are sort of. Lingering on if they're not careful, it'll be four games without a win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we'll go into the, the results in a brief chat. We won't go into in depth of all the games, but a few of the games that I kind of big talking points in there. Um, one thing I want to flag immediately we can talk about, and there's a couple of bits of transfer news that we'll talk about in a second as well, um, including kind of one breaking story. But first of all, I was just talking to you there before we came on. There were two penalty decisions yesterday, and I know you think it's a matter of time before VAR comes into the championship. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday were 1-0 up in their game. Very, very clever free kick. and Very quick free kick that they took. Great goal, I thought. They mm -hmm. go 1-0 up. Um, they're doing okay. Paul get back into the game. Very soft penalty. The defender jumping with his arm out. Okay. His elbow kind of connects with the forward in the face. But it's yeah. like you see it a thousand times a weekend. When players jump for the ball with their arms up, yeah, and you always see in the mid you always see that in the middle of the park, and they're never given so never. Uh, um, and I think VAR overturns that if there's VAR. Then yeah. I think five minutes into stoppage time in the Norwich uh, Southampton game, I thought it was absolutely um, was it Walker Peters that went down for the penalty? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he basically threw himself into the defender. If anything, it should have been a free out. Yeah. And the referee fell for it and gave a penalty. Yeah. There's no way that was a penalty. Yeah, and again, uh, VR would overturn these two of these. I, I really think they would have. Yeah. And you know, it's a it's a strange one, but uh, let's see Armstrong doing well. Uh, any more incidents, refereeing ways that you spotted um, over the, the weekend? The, Rad the Radrum, strange. The Radrum game. Yeah. Uh, two yellow cards. One, two very very harsh yellow cards. Yeah. Uh, one of them was for jumping into the crowd for celebration, which I guess this guy um who scored their first goal, um Rotherham. Uh, let me see, as I had it there a second ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. But he scored um um a dolphin, um, wasn't this or a dolphin? Uh, a a do Yeah. No, I yeah. Adima. Andine, oh, he got there. He got their their second goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got, he, uh, he's the guy that got up. two yellow cards. Uh, one for jumping into the crowd. Um, yeah, like I can't blame the guy because he's probably not scored many goals. Um, and they're going to no. against Blackburn, so he kind of just jumped in the crowd and the referee booked him. Um, and then he got booked again for waving a fake yellow. Um. Which is kind of yeah, we've of... seen that a lot, haven't we? The and I wonder when will players start to cut it out? Yeah, because um, even watching the Liverpool 
Chelsea game there earlier, which I know was in the Premier League. Well, mm-hmm. There must have been three yellow cards given for that in yeah. that game. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's a harsh way to send someone off. Yeah. But if you're a player now, you have to say, I can't be asking for a yellow card because I'm going to get one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was weird because yeah. he, he was fouled and he got up and just started doing waving yeah. his arm. You just can't do that anymore. It's a yeah. very harsh way to be sent off. And it definitely turned that game. We'll talk about that game in a minute. Yeah. As well. Uh, what else was I going to say? A bit of transfer news, I suppose. One that's kind of... Um, and we'll talk about Middlesbrough in a minute and the trouble they could be in. But um, reports coming in that uh, Chubb Akbam is about to join Ajax. Yeah. For, uh, I think it's 12 million euro. Yeah, good. Uh, initially, good, good 2 million in add-ons. Yeah, it's a good sign. And he's, yeah, he's going to go to Holland tomorrow, which will be Monday. We're recording this Sunday night. And um, pending his medical, he's going to sign a five-year deal at Ajax. 29 goals in 42 games Yeah, in all competitions last season. Yeah, How are they going to re- replace that? I think they're going to really struggle to replace him. I mean, um, you know, like he said earlier in the season that he thought that he was, you know, looking looking to stay at the club, he said, but a lot of things weren't in his control. And I don't know, was that Middlebridge trying to cash in on him? But 14 yeah. million euro, which I, I'm not sure what that comes to, about 11, 11 and a half million pounds, maybe. Um, doesn't seem like an awful lot for a guy who scored nearly thirty goals last season. No, it's again, it's a tough one because I think championship level is not. Yeah. I suppose not in the, obviously not in the thing of the Premier League. Um, but yeah. saying that you can't count, you can't count out how many goals he did score. No, and when you look at Gustavo Hammer, and I know they said that it's an undisclosed fee. But yeah. the undisclosed fee is for about 17 million euro that he's joined yeah. Sheffield United. Yeah. And he's a defensive midfielder. Um, for a forward who's got 30 odd goals to be moving to one of the biggest teams in Europe, and they only get 14 million euro for him. It makes, it makes you wonder if Burnley tried to buy him, would it have been 25 million? Probably, probably. And if United or Arsenal or any of the big boys, probably 50 million. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but, but there you go. Um, you know, obviously Ajax were looking for someone. Tadic has left the club. Yeah. And, you know, they've lost lost a few others as well. Uh, can you could see him good, doing could well be a good bit of business. Could be a good bit of business. Yeah, going from championship to the Champions League, it's a big step up for him because, I mean, this last season at Middlesbrough, he's essentially the only season he's had. Yeah. 27 years old. Probably yeah. the only good season he's had in his career. Yeah, yeah. so it's a big gamble. It um, is a big gamble, so you know it's going to um, hurt. It's going to hurt Middlesbrough anyway, a big time because they uh, really struggled in the last first two games. As absolutely. Um, this is one you told me about during the week. Was uh, Joe Rodon's left uh, Spurs and he's joined Leeds? Obviously, yeah. we know him from a few seasons ago when he was playing very, very well for Swansea. Yeah. Um, which got him his move to Tottenham, I suppose. Charlie Patino has gone on loan to Swansea. Yeah. From Arsenal, the 19-year-old who was on loan all last season at Blackpool, and mm-hmm. um, so he knows the league well. Um, you know, nothing else happening yet, but I imagine the money's coming in. Championship clubs, we've got what better part of three weeks still. Yeah, I th- I think there'll be a lot a lot of stuff done. Middlesbrough got rid of a goalkeeper, Joan Lumley. Um, yeah, which is interesting. Went off to. 
Southampton. Southampton. He's gone to yeah. Yeah, so um, you know that. that we already had too many keepers that we've we've talked about that last week. Way, 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 way too many. And I know sad news for you was uh, your favorite player has gone to Turkey. Um, Sam Belanga has left Watford and uh, gone uh, to Turkey. And if yeah. Anymore. Um, Alex Scott yeah, Steve, to bar to bar is twenty three million. Twenty three million, and Bournemouth also signed Max Aaron's. Um, good yeah. signing, I think. Very good right back. Yeah. Um, Jake that's, another example. that's another example of if Arsenal tried to buy him, it would have been 25 million. They went for eight, I think. Yeah, wasn't weren't Barcelona trying to get him on loan a couple of seasons ago? Yeah, um, still only 23 as well. Yeah, I mean, he's such a talented player. And mm. um, Bournemouth to go club for him to go to as well, I think, at this stage of his career. Jacob Brown has gone left Stoke on to Luton. We're not quite sure how much that is, I'm sure we could figure it out. Yeah. Um, that's really it in terms of like uh, there's, the, one, the there's one more transfer that we I yeah. don't know if it's listed. Um, Jack Harrison from Leeds, yes, yeah. Uh, it looks like he's going to Everton because Villa said that he's injured and they don't want to take chances, yeah. yeah. Um, but it looks like a loan, no, I don't think it's a buy, yeah. Um, absolutely. So Leeds about to losing another one of their star players. Yeah. And it didn't absolutely look, it didn't um look too good yesterday. Yeah. Uh Alex Scott, I suppose, is one to kind of think about. Um, like I said, very young. Mm. Only nineteen. Um he's up in the Premier League. He started in the eighth year of English football not that long ago. Yeah. Um I think he's playing for Guernsey. Yeah. Before he went to Bristol City, um, really, really climbing up through those youth ranks very, very quickly. That's a big leap. Um, we'll see how he can do. Uh, yeah. he's been with England under 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 youth levels, so yeah, he's definitely got potential to be pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, absolutely. We'll see. We'll see. It's it's one of these things too that I see um people talking about is the the amount of stoppage time. I know we talked about it last week because they're adding on everything to time wasting. Yeah, um, a bit ridiculous yesterday. It, it got a bit crazy, didn't it? I mean, we talked about Southampton Norwich. We'll go more into that game in a minute, but um, yeah, it was starting to get eleven minutes here, fourteen minutes there, yeah. twelve minutes there. Um, for a game that was four all, the Norwich Southampton game only had. Seven minutes of stoppage time, I think, yeah. at it on at the end. Yeah. But is is it kind of denying people? And I know pe- some people will agree with it. Uh, some people won't agree with it. But is it kind of denying people one of the, the most fun parts of football in some ways, which is the, the kind of dark arts of time wasting? Yeah. You know, the goalkeeper falling on the ball, like winding up the opposition. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, it's, going to be, it's going to get to a point now where there is going to be so many late goals. I know they're going for the drama, but I just don't. I just don't think it really works. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, like we said, to see, um, if they keep it up for the season. Yeah. Um, and again, are they going to send someone off? It's it's the championship. Obviously, they are with the the waving of a yellow card. Yeah. You know, but let's say it's you know the big big Premier League televised game. Let's say Man City are playing Liverpool or something like that. Yeah. You know, and you know, Van Dyke has been booked in the first half for Tattle. 
and a minute into the second half, he waves his hand for a yellow card. Is yeah, the ref exactly. going to send him off? Yeah. You know, um, I'd like I'd like to see the consistency as we we're saying for the whole season. Yeah, not, but we know, like, like in October, that we're back to normal. Yeah, and experience tells me that's usually what happens. Yeah. yeah. Referees do it for a while and then kind of give up on it. Yeah. But I think the added time is kind of here to stay, sadly. But we'll see about the waving of the yellow cards and that. Will we uh, go into the, the games themselves, I suppose? Yeah. Um, will we start with that 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 cracker, the four-all draw? Yeah. Um, uh, well, it was a cracking half an hour anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, I'm not sure they're going to be that uh, that happy, both teams, with some of the defending for the goals. Um, I only caught the highlights, but I was thinking eight goals. I'm going to be laughing at some of these. Um, I had a feeling. Yeah, I mean, obviously, eyes. two penalties for Southampton. Yeah. Uh, the first one I thought was a penalty. We've already talked about the second one. I really don't think it was. No. Um, I think Kyle Water Peters just threw himself into the defender, yeah. uh, trying to win oh. a penalty, and he did win a penalty. Now Southampton were very, very good. Southampton were very, very good in terms of the number of shots they had, 31 yeah. shots or something yeah. in yeah. the game. Um, and I thought they were decent the first week as well. Um, they're looking good. Adam Armstrong, though, he's had two seasons with them in the Premier League and he scored a combined four goals Yeah, in you know 50-odd Premier League appearances. Now a lot of them are off the bench in the Premier League, but not all of them. He's played two games in championship and has three goals again. Yeah. And That's thing. He was that good at Blackburn as well. Yeah, I think, was it 20, was it something like 26 or 29 goals his last season with Blackburn? Yeah, sure. He almost went to Newcastle. He was he was that good. Yeah, which he, he would have loved because, you know, he started there and he is a Newcastle lad. Um, but you look at Southampton's squad and you think they need something else in there, really. Uh Ward Prowse obviously is going to be a big loss to them. Um, Lavia, we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but it's uh, you know Shea Adams, we know can score goals in that. He could leave uh, as well. A, yeah, decent start, but you worry about them still at the back. I mean, some of the goals they conceded were a little silly. The Sergeant wasn't great defending. Was Sergeant to header the back post. I thought Rose goal, the one they gave away in stoppage time, the end of the yeah. first half. Jockey defending, yeah, really poor. Yeah, I thought that was pretty poor. Um, yeah, it really was a, a strange game. Norwich, on the other hand, um, I think they're they're going to be. It's it's an interesting one, really, for Norwich, isn't it? That game. Yeah. They had uh, plenty of chances of their own. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I I just think there's something missing because Pookie left, obviously. Yeah, um, but you know they they scored goals last week. They scored goals this week. Yeah, defensively they're not great. No, I mean, I I still like you know I I still think it was a very soft penalty. Wagner says those kind of things happen. Like he wasn't saying it was a soft penalty by any means, um. But away from home, yeah, um, you should you should give the ref a chance to give the penalty in the first place. No, absolutely not. But yeah. it's you know he was looking for it and he did get it, yeah. and you know it was tucked away cleanly, which was a you know well taken. Again, with War Prowse no no longer there, it's going to be up to Adams to take those penalties, and probably some of those free kicks and that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
if you're Norwich, you're probably disappointed because you give away a penalty so deep into stoppage time. Yeah. But when you're under that much pressure, I mean, what, Southampton at 70% of the ball? Yeah, 31 shots. 31 shots. I think you take a draw away from home when you're up against that. Yeah. Like if someone tells you going into a game, um, you're going to have 31 shots against you and you're only going to have 30% of the ball, you probably yeah. think, well, I'm going to be battered here. Yeah. Um. So I think they'll be happy enough. Um, took their chances. Again, we say it's a league where if you take your chances, you have a chance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Ashley Barnes, uh, I thought was very good for them yesterday, from yeah. what I saw. Great signing, yeah. Uh, he had a goal disallowed. Uh, rightly so, he was. I think there was no side in it. Um, and it, was, it was offside. I, I re-watched it. Yeah, I think we just saw yeah, it. was offside. I'm not so sure about the haircut, um, but there's a few <laughs> of them like that. Yeah. Uh, if he haircuts the championship, uh, should be somebody should set that up on Twitter. But overall, how do you find uh, Southampton back in championship? They'll be pleased um, enough with their first week's work, won't they? Four points from the opening two games. I think so, because again, it's about, I suppose, getting results, because last season they lost so many games. Uh, yeah. They were used to losing, so it's just about getting the used to winning. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's tough. and when you look at Leeds, when you look at Leeds and the start they've had, yeah, um, you know Southampton, I think will be happy enough. We'll go into Leeds there now, actually. Yeah, do you want to talk about that Leeds game because they're not going to be happy. Oh, I just I again they've lost all their good they've lost all their good players and with Harrison now I know he was injured yesterday, um, and he's going to be probably going to Everton. It's just Leeds look devoid yeah. of creativity. And I think they're going to struggle yeah. after watching that game. Um, Dan James just puts his yeah. head down and runs. Um, he just, I don't know what it is. He was the same when he was with United. He just puts his, he's a great grafter and tryer, but he just doesn't look up. Yeah, I get you. Um, he's, yeah. He, he, he's got to add that. He's still young enough to add that to his game, but yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Quality from either team wasn't the best. No, no, no. And I suppose the like head, think, Tom, Tom yeah. Brady was the headline. Yeah, Tom Brady was there. Um, I have to say, really, really nice tribute to Trevor Francis as well before the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and games, uh, yeah. I, I, I just thought that, that was really, really nice. And with Tom Brady there, the whole Trevor Francis thing, I suppose some ways it's written in the stars that, uh, that Birmingham were going to get the win yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, scrappy though. It was just very, very scrappy game. Very, very scrappy. And yeah. I mean, you're talking again about a stoppage time penalty. Yeah, exactly. And also as well, they were lucky. Yeah. I think Dan James again. It was. I think yeah. this one was a penalty, but again, it could have been avoided so easily. Yeah, um, it really was. Like we say, another stoppage time one. Um, I think if you can look, uh, if you can look it up, and it's probably on YouTube. Um, someone that I know we've talked to before was a big Birmingham City fan, Jasper Carrot, yeah. is the one that gave the tribute to Trevor Francis before the game. Yeah. Um, if you can find it on YouTube, I'd advise people to go watch it. It was um really really nice, and uh, quite sad, and uh, yeah, um, it was very very good. But yeah. So yeah, Leeds still one point from two games. Yeah, I think they're going to get a reality check. Um, uh, I think when is the international break? Is it like three more games? I think it's three. Something like that. I'll, I'll look it up. 
player. Was it? Leeds need players, really. Oh, big time. Um, they're going to need three, four names at least. Yeah. Um, I just don't know who who they could actually bring in. It's it's very difficult to find anyone. Um, and especially it, it doesn't. Is. Have, it's going to be. It doesn't uh, help with the Nanto situation either. Yeah. And the 9th of September, I think, is the. Yeah. Would there be no games that weekend? So there's so, three or four yeah. games left. There's three or four. Yeah. If they lose two of them, Leeds are in big trouble. Yeah. They yeah. need to win um, three out of four. They, they really are. They need to win three out of four of those. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm going to have a quick look ahead to some of the fixtures that they have coming up. Their next game is Friday Night Football. Um, Home to West Brom, not okay. going to be an easy game. Friday oh. night football is never an easy game. Uh, then they play Ipswich, and then they have an EFA away to Ipswich, and Ipswich flying it. Yeah. And um, runaway leaders of the championship. Uh, and then Salford in the cup, and then they play Sheffield Wednesday, and that's yeah. when the FA, that's when the break comes then. Yeah. And then they're away, they're away to Millwall in the lunchtime kickoff when they come back from the international break. I actually think Leeds would only win one of those games. It's tough. I mean, West Brom Friday night, anything can happen. We know Friday night football, um, anything can happen. I thought West Brom looked decent yesterday. Um, if, again, they weren't given a helping hand. Uh, <laughs> Ipswich away, not going to be easy. The form Ipswich have started the season in. Yeah. yeah. And then you're playing Sheffield Wednesday, who by then might have figured out the league a little bit better. Yeah, uh, yeah like you said, I think... I. I mean, yeah, Leeds, Leeds could be in a bit of trouble. And by that, I don't mean I think more of a reality. It's more of a reality check. Yeah, and by that, I don't mean I think Leeds are going to be relegated. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know they're going to struggle to finish in the top two, um, which means you know if they go on a good enough run, they can still make the playoffs, obviously. Yeah, but it's going to be very tough because there's good teams in this league, and like you said, they've loaned out a lot of their good players or sold them. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy. No. And the players they bring in won't be the, uh, of quality because cause if they were, they'd be going to the Premier League. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to yeah. sound harsh on Leeds, but like, no, no, if, someone, mean, had, if somebody had a chance to go to Luton or Leeds, they'd go to Luton. They, they would at the moment, yeah. Um, And, you know, I think maybe they've got to try and bring in one or two uh, loan players if that's the only way they can do it. They need a they definitely need a forward. They need something. One thing I will say is I do think they have a decent manager who who will get it who will get it right if he's given the time and I hope they don't yeah. um pull pull the plug on him too soon. Um obviously if they keep going badly, that's gonna happen by the international break. If they're still on one or two points come the international break, I think he is probably gonna get the uh, Oh yeah, we'll, uh, Patrick, we'll Pat, Patrick Bamford should be scoring loads of goals in this league as well. You would think so, but again, we said he's got to get fit, like properly fit and stay fit. When's the last time he played? Oh, look up the last time he played there now. The last, yeah, time, it... the last time he played was January. Yeah, I mean, he's they've got to get him fit, and he's you know, and he's uh, not... because the goal scorer makes the difference in this league. It really does, and we're going to see that I think with Armstrong because he can score in this division. We're going to yeah. see that with Southampton with Che Adams because he can score in this division. Yeah. No, that's assuming these players are still there come to the end of the transfer window, and you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's still going to happen? And then, um, yeah. 
So who knows? But yeah, good result though for Birmingham. Like I said, if you can see that Jasper Carroll um speech about Trevor Francis before the game yesterday, absolutely do. Um very sad that Trevor Francis passed away. Obviously the first one million pound English football well first one million pound player and uh, obviously had those two um brilliant uh, Champions League victories with Nottingham Forest uh, well, the league title. So um, I suppose the other game we should talk about quickly is two teams we said were going to be coming into the game uh, needing a victory after opening day losses. Yeah. Two teams who were expected to do well. Coventry beating playoff finalists, who, as we said, usually end up going up. Yeah. And Middlesbrough, who I did warn Middlesbrough fans that I picked them to win the league, and that would probably lead to their relegation. And now with Chuck, now with Akpom leaving and them firmly bottom of the table, yeah, um, yeah. Do you know I'd be worried because they had chances and they, they there was one of the chances that, I, that you you probably would have scored or I probably would have uh, probably well maybe maybe I wouldn't have but well they he yeah. blew it over the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that I'd be very worried about. Yeah. Um. Again, they scored 84 goals last season, but yeah. haven't scored yet this season. Yeah. Um, and like we said, they said afterwards, Oakpam picked up an injury in preseason. We now know that that's not necessarily true. Um, yeah. He's he's going to be joining Ajax tomorrow. Well, he's going to have his medical tomorrow. Um, but Coventry needed a victory after the opening day disappointment. Yeah. Oh, 100. Like, both teams did, but like... Yeah. I mean, like we said, they lost the stab of hammer, but um, then along comes, you know, Matty Godden. And yeah. what a player he is for them. Yeah, he looked good yesterday. He was uh, scoring, you know, obviously scoring two. Yeah. Well, uh, debatable, I think it could have been OG. The, the, the could have been OG, but I, I'd give it to him. Yeah. I know maybe he won't get it officially, but I think eventually he will. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those where it was like, okay, hammer's gone. I'm going to, you know, show the fans that, like, so what? I can, you know. And it was like, he was like a man possessed yesterday. It was just like, he was not going to let Coventry not win that game. Yeah, yeah. He was just so determined to do it. Um, Middlesbrough just, Middlesbrough looked like devoid of ideas. They just, yeah. so weak. Um, yeah, and I mean, I know Carrick was talking about goals win games, which, you know, cliche and they do. But like you said, they created some great chances yesterday and yeah. just didn't take them. Yeah, they are and just sky high on like. Yeah, and you have to worry because they don't have Akpom now, and he is going to be a big loss for them. Right. Um, their next game is their next game's Huddersfield and Middlesbrough at home. So you have relegation battle already. Uh, yeah. Um but you have to yeah, it's who can they get in? Now, the one thing they might have on their side is Michael Carrick and his connections to West Ham, his connections to Man United. Maybe there's a, a youngster at one of those clubs he brings in on loan. Yeah, um, could, can could help them. Uh, but we'll we'll wait and see. I think I think it's too soon to write off Middlesbrough yet. I mean, when you think about where they were when Carrick took them over last season, yeah. um, I don't think they plan to get rid of Carrick um, just yet anyway. Yeah. Uh, Huddersfield, another team like we're saying, they're playing Middlesbrough next. Really worry for Huddersfield. Yeah, they had one of the worst games of the weekend yesterday. Um, yeah, 
That was very. I mean, they lost one nil to Leicester, which isn't bad, but it yeah. should have been about eight or nine. Yeah, if not more. Yeah. Uh, what was, What would worry me the most about that performance? Okay, you're playing Leicester, so maybe can't be too harsh on them. Yeah. Um, but like Neil Warnock, great manager, you know, we know he is. But what would worry me as a Huddersfield fan yesterday was they were, they tried. It wasn't a team that weren't trying. Like they were playing to the best of their ability and yeah. still lost. Yeah. And that's worrying. Yeah. Especially at home. And I know you're playing against a team in Leicester who dominated the ball, dominated the shots. Uh, but yeah, I just thought, I don't think Huddersfield can play better than that. Yeah, exactly. And they still lost. Yeah, and they didn't look like scoring uh, in the check. No, I... and to be fair, Leicester didn't really look like scoring for a long time. No. Um, I mean, the stats will tell you there was loads of shots in this game, but they were not of high quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't a good. It was like even just watching the highlights, it wasn't good. Yeah, a lot of long, a lot of long shots. Um, yeah, from what I see. Yeah, and I mean Leicester working on a lot of set plays and things like that as well. It would seem um, that they have been. It's yeah, good start though for Leicester. We talked about how Southampton will be happy with their start back down into Championship. Leicester couldn't be happier, I suppose. There's only two teams have won two games. Yeah. Them and the runaway leaders Ipswich. Yeah, no manager. Um, obviously. Yeah. Usually that takes time, but he seems to have really got him going. Um, yeah. And no, the new man getting a goal as well. Yeah. Came in from uh, Montpellier. So that that's good as well, because, you know, it's good to get off the mark, I suppose, for the new team uh, as much as you can. What other games kind of stood out to you yesterday? Was there any, I suppose West, QPR beating Cardiff. Yeah, QPR beating Cardiff. Um, I was shocked. That was one of the shocks, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. I, I was shocked to see him go to it all. Um, yeah. To be fair, though, to be fair, there was a chance just before they did score the second one. Yeah. And Ramsey hit the crossbar. Yeah. Um, if that went in, I don't know. They could different game. Yeah. Um, Absolutely a different QPR, game. QPR. Again, they're like QPR. That's the best of their abilities. Again, yesterday, as you were saying. Yeah. Uh, but they got. Um, very, very interesting, though. I thought Gary Ainsworth after the match and some of his quotes. He was talking about how last week was his fault. He was saying it was his system, his way of playing. He set the boys up and it didn't like give him the best chance of succeeding. But he says it was a big week for him. Yeah. Working on things on the training ground. And something seemed to click for them yesterday. Yeah. Steve, Steve Cook, Cook, I think, coming in was big for them. Yeah. He's, huge, he's huge. Yeah. Sinclair Armstrong, who was brilliant yesterday, scored the first setup goal. And for those listening in Ireland, he is an Irish international. Um, Sinclair Armstrong, um, yeah. he is a big man. Yeah. Oh, he really is. Uh, um, he's not quite as big as uh his body at Wickham. No, uh, no, he's not. But he was brilliant yesterday. Scored one set, one up. Yeah. Um, and Ainsworth said they've been working really, really hard with him. Yeah. He he looks um, a, he looks a threat like. He really looks a player, and obviously he's going to be, um. You know, for Ireland, very tough to break in. Like, is Ireland's problem is is really the midfielders, and uh, more than anything else, you would say, because yeah. you look at the forwards Ireland could have, and some of them obviously playing championship, like Sinclair, 
like Adam Ida, like, like, like uh, Aaron Connolly, who yeah, scored yeah. yesterday, yeah. despite the awful, awful haircut he has. That's got to go. <laughs> that ridiculously bleached blonde hair that Aaron Connolly now has. Yeah. He's got to shave that off anyway. And then you've got the likes of, you know, Benny, who can play out wide. You've got Evan Ferguson at Brighton. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good attacking players uh, that Ireland have. So it's kind of an exciting time for Ireland. And the better Sinclair can do for QPR, all the better for Ireland. Yeah, but exactly. Cardiff, after a, an opening day kind of draw and the trouble they were in last season. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? I didn't. I didn't see that result coming yesterday at all. No, because I think Cardiff are a better team this year than they were last year. Yeah, I think they've brought in good players. I think I think Ododa is a player that again he's got to have a good season for them. Yeah, and obviously Ramsey, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's very weird because. Again, they made a few mistakes and they've got to start cutting them out because that's what cost them last season. They've made too many kind of individual errors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a hard one. Like the manager was even talking about it after the game. If, if you're a player who's been at Cardiff for a few years now, you've had two very bad seasons back yeah. to back. Yeah. And he's got to somehow turn that mentality around that club. And get those players to kind of believe in themselves and that it's not going to be another battle to stay up this season. Um yeah, it's you know, that I don't know. I think Cardiff will be okay. Yeah. But I worry about the goals they gave away yesterday. But like, I don't know, like I suppose with QPR it's gonna be a wait and see. Has you know Ainsworth finally found some way of setting them up? It's hard to know, exactly. Uh, I suppose the next few weeks we'll tell that. Uh, I hope so because I like QPR as a club. I think they're, uh, you know, and I like Gary Ainsworth as well. And obviously, if uh, you want Sinclair Armstrong to do well, well do I hope the Ipswich there now on Saturday next week? Yes, we'll we'll see. Can they end Ipswich's run? Which we might as well talk about Ipswich while we're there. Yeah. Um, off the mark last week, doing very very well, and Stoke, who were brilliant on the opening day, and yeah. they go and they beat Stoke two 0 Yeah. Well, I watched it. I watched the highlights and Stoke just gave yeah. up nothing. They gave up nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, they dominated the chances. Yeah. They had so they many chances. To win. They deserve to win. Yeah. Um, Even and again, it's one of those... Was that? It's one of those where Ipswich last season, the reason they did so well they came up is they played this beautiful attacking football. Where yeah. they're like brave on the ball, they're not afraid to take people on, they're not afraid to create chances and whatever. And you come up a division, and sometimes when you come up, you automatically default to, Oh, this is going to be tough, we're going to have to change how we play and yeah. be a bit more defensive. But they're not doing that, and it's working for them now. Will it continue to work for them? Hard to know. Um, yeah. like you said, QPR away next. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I suppose disappointment for Stoke because they got off to such a good start. And they're probably thinking they, they lost midweek as well. Yeah, and they're thinking going away to newly promoted Ipswich, we could get a really good start to the season here. Yeah. But uh, the wheels have come off there. But how impressed have you been with Ipswich? Uh, no, they, they they've been very good. Like I, I was kind of expecting them to be sort of like mid table. Like I was thinking they might be the Sunderland of last season. 
Um, yeah. It's very possible. I, it's hard to know where they're actually going to finish, but they definitely, I don't think they're going to get, go down. Um, I think they have every chance of staying up. And and bouncing, because like you said, they won in midweek as well in the Cup. It was three, three wins in eight days. Yeah. Um, it just shows you the whole oh, fact they could go turn though. It can't turn because you can just as easily turn around and lose three games and it is just yeah. as fast. Exactly. But it's um but it's a great start for Ipswich and their fans must be absolutely delighted. Yeah. How good would it be? I mean it's a long way off, forty four games left in the season. But how good would it be to see I know Luton are back up there for the first time since ninety two. How good would it be to see Ipswich back in the Premier League? I know it would be brilliant. Um, you know, um, would, I agree it'd be really really good there's only two teams with six points and that's Leicester and Ipswich yeah uh, and that, that for some reason seems to be the way it goes in the championship in the Premier League after a few weeks you might have you know seven or eight teams that have six points yeah. in the championship it's very rare that teams win their opening two games Yeah. Um, it's, it's just the way of the league there's so many evenly matched sides in the league and so many grounds that are hard to go to I suppose uh, one of the reasons we love it. Any other games stand out for you at the weekend? Hall Sheffield um, Wednesday, maybe, since we talked about the dodgy penalty earlier. Um, and Darren Connolly's equally dodgy haircut. Yeah, like I thought again, the penalty obviously changed it. Um, I think if, it did, that didn't it? if that didn't go in there, it would have been a different game altogether. It would have been, but if you're a Sheffield Wednesday and you're a Sheffield Wednesday fan and you look at the goals they conceded, well, I mean, the, the second one. one. I like the second one. It was quite good. A great strike, that one. There's not much you could do about that. Yeah. The other ones. Oof. I mean, the goal that gave Aaron Connolly his one. Yeah. Like, that's sure that you would I mean, see he that might as one. well have just put on a whole jersey because he split his own defense open. You would see that Connolly. in the Sunday leagues. So, do you know what I mean? It was absolutely horrific. I, I still don't know why he did that. I honestly have no idea what he was attempting to do. Because he literally just passed it to Aaron Connolly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, did he have money on him to score a goal? I don't know. Hopefully not. Um, but in terms of Hull, we said Hull have signed really well. And yeah. Ozan Tufan got a hat-trick. Yeah. Uh, uh, he scored on the opening as well last season. So like, he didn't really yeah. take off as, as much as he should have last season. But who knows? This season, he might... Yeah. Um, 28 yeah. year olds. Um, yeah. I mean, what a goal, though. The second one. Like oh, said, unbelievable. One of the goals the... Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Like, his first goal, though, was, you know, again, second goal, the penalty, which was dodgy. It was just awful. Now, that said, I don't think Hull are going to be really happy with the goals they conceded. A quick free kick. Yeah, the second goal, yeah. They were just asleep, too. Um, and it's, yeah, I suppose Hull, their aim this season is going to be survival, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You no, know, I think they've signed well, and I think they're good enough to stay up, but that has to be the the aim this season again for Hull. And then next season, you look to push on, probably. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think they can do it. Obviously, it's, you know, one win, one defeat. But, uh, yeah, I think Hull will be okay this season. Hopefully, they will be anyway. Yeah. Um. Because I think with the likes of Liam Delap and um, Aaron Connolly, there's some Irish connections there, obviously. Yeah. As yeah. well. So, uh, 
And we said big season for Aaron Connolly. I know he started on the bench, came off and got that, that goal, even though, again, it's one of those goals where, like, anybody would have scored it, yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, tidy yeah. finish, though. Um, big season for him, but that, that haircut has to go. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I thought he was... Uh, when I first saw it, because of the way the camera angle was, I thought he had, like, a bandage wrapped around his head or something. <laughs> Yeah, and then they were close, and I was like, "Nope, that's his hair." Yeah, it did look like it already. And it looks ridiculous, and somebody needs to. I'm sure, I'm sure the whole city lads are uh, giving them a very hard time about it, and <laughs> rightly so, because it was awful. Yeah. Um. Any other games you want to tackle, Preston? Uh, not so much tackle, but I'm very surprised about Watford. Yeah, Watford. Uh, and how about the start for Plymouth? Four points from two games. Yeah. Again, but it's Watford's own doing. They should have won this four or five nil. Yeah, manager um, out. <laughs> I know, yeah. No, it was just they had so many chances you just couldn't score. Um, yeah, they really did. They really did. Uh, yeah, in front of their own home fans, they really, really should have. I would have thought now this would have been a banker home win for the for those uh, accumulators, but no. No, Plymouth, Plymouth messed it all up. Um, yeah. I suppose we should talk about your dad's side, West Brom. Um, funnily enough, I was watching a lot of this game, but I was watching it on the like the Swansea City home commentary, so it was like totally Swansea bias. Yeah, that's what I watched it on as well. But um, to the first goal, I think it's they were exactly saying one of the funniest goals I've ever seen. There were so many headers. It's like and a triple OG. <laughs> it was unbelievable. There were so many headers. For uh, that West Brom goal, and they won every single one of them. Yeah. Um. So you know, you you've got the ends of West Brom with your dad. How does he think they're gonna do the season? Obviously, uh, uh, he's, he was the season good win here though. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I think five more minutes it would have been three all though. Yeah, I mean Swansea missed some great chances, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, unbelievable chances. There's a. I honestly thought it probably should do probably deserve to draw to be honest. Uh yeah. West Brom didn't do much and their goals weren't particularly brilliant. Um Yeah. Well obviously the old um, and it was one of those where I suppose it it's one of those where and we see it a lot. A team goes three 0 up and they think this is over and they stop playing. Yeah. And suddenly it's three one. And you can't switch on again, and then it's three two, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's ten minutes to go, and it's still kind of like yeah. ten minutes to go, and twenty three thousand minutes injury time to come as well. And <laughs> um, that's that's going to be the problem now. When you're conceding 80, 80 minute goals or eighty five minute goals, you're going to be thinking there's still fifteen minutes left there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Uh, but yeah, like you said, the own goal was quality, and then. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't have a good day, really, did he? No. Um, but again, I, to be fair, I, uh, West Brom sold or they loaned them off. Grant, they probably shouldn't have yeah. got rid of him because they don't have the forwards. No, and it's 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 a strange one, a real real strange game because, like you said, it's one of those where West Brom are absolutely in control, yeah. but suddenly a team scores and you get energy. Um, Patino yeah. going to Swansea um, I've seen him come up through the system of that all he was good for Blackpool last season yeah. he's a bit stronger this year I think he'll be a good signing for them 
Um, but he's not a guy that's going to score loads of goals for Swansea or anything okay. of the sort. But he, he can be quite creative in that midfield. Yeah. Uh, so I think a decent signing for them to have on loan for the year. But yeah. Um, Swansea need to start turning things around because again, one point from their own two games, and it's uh, again, it's not a great start. And we know the championship teams don't always have great starts, and you can go on a run and you can climb the table very quickly. And, you know, a team that are top now, like Ipswich, could be the bottom by the time 10 games are gone, the way this league goes. Yeah, yeah. And things change very, very fast. But you don't want to be playing too much catch-up if, you're, if your aim is to be pushing for the playoffs, which yeah. I assume Swansea are hoping to do. Exactly. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, playoffs and stuff, Preston. Yeah, I mean, there's something different about Preston this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like... And we said Will Keane needs to have a good season for his own career. Yeah. Off to a decent start. Yeah. Uh, uh, battling Sutherland. point last week for them. And yeah. a good win this week. Yeah. Well, Sunderland, as I said, um, I said that at the start. I just think they're in trouble. You did. You did call that Sunderland would have a, a much harder second season. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah, they are struggling. And it is hard to... Like we said again, it's you're you're trying to play catch up, and I know Sunderland might be hoping to push for the playoffs, but uh, like two games have gone and you're already four points outside the playoffs. I know four points is nothing with forty four games still to play, yeah. but you know you don't want that four points becoming seven, becoming ten, becoming twelve too yeah, yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because then you are going to have to go on one of those runs, and I know they're capable of it. And I know a lot of teams are capable of it. But it's 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 hard. It really is. I mean, you look at Coventry last season, got off to that great start and just stayed there the whole season. Yeah. And you know, that was at the expense probably of a team like Watford, who probably should have made the playoffs last year or should yeah. have gone up through the playoffs last year. Yeah. But yeah, a tricky one. I say Tony, um, Tony, Tony Mowbray must be raging though. I'd say so. I'd say he is. Um, you talked earlier about Rotherham and their unlucky, the ridiculous red card. Yeah. Uh, cost them. Yeah. Uh, Blackburn coming back to level that one from two down. First point of the season for Rotherham. Um, it's going to yeah. be a long season for Rotherham, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think they would have lost the game, though, if the penalty went in that day that he missed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Blackburn, just, I... no good. Good win the opening weekend. And now... A draw that you could say is a bit fortunate because of the red card. Yeah, Smith, um, how would you pronounce his name? Smith, Smith, so Dick, Dick, Smith, so Yeah. Um, Mr. Pat, got me on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea how he, how he pronounces his name. Yeah. Uh, if we ever get him on the show, we can ask him. But it's, uh, yeah, two goals in three minutes. And like yeah. you said, they could have. Well, he yeah. missed the penalty as well at the start. I actually he think it's actually game. worse than the penalty miss, the, the rebound. Yeah, uh. yeah, it really was. <laughs> it was a poor miss. And like you said, a strange game because sent off two stupid oh, things. Two yellow, to get yeah. for. Yellow, yeah. te- technically, they are both yellow card offences. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, sometimes you just wish referees would have a bit of common sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with the goal, like uh, I can see why they're waving yeah. the yellow because that's been they're trying to knock yeah. out of the game altogether. Uh, it must be very hard being a Rotherham fan because every week it seems like something goes against you. Yeah, 
it's just it was um, cool to see them stay up last season, but this season they're going to really struggle. I think they're going to struggle. Um, you know, I yeah, I mean, they've got to get players in as well, and it's going to be hard to get players in because I don't think there's a lot of money there. No. Um, but again, you don't want to see them back in League One. They they, they they've got to stop being this yo-yo team between yeah, League exactly. One and the Championship. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anything else catch your eye, Bristol City, off to a decent start in the season? Yeah, uh, good, good, good goal as well. I like nice finish by James. I like this. Good yeah. goal. Match itself was not very good. Um, yeah, I mean, again, Millwall. This is a 94 minute goal again, more time added on. Yeah. I mean, Millwall, a great win last week, and now, you yeah. know, losing at home. Yeah. Um, it's. Again, Millwall fans must be like, here we go again. Yeah, exactly. Before, um, before just before not a lot of quality in the game, but like you said, one piece of quality won it because it wasn't a great game. No, it wasn't. Um but again, so the game, that's about all the game. Before that game started, there was a massive, massive tribute to the chairman. Um yeah. where he died recently, the Millwall chairman. Um yeah. So uh, that, I, were a bit emotional before the game started. So I know I know it shouldn't play into factory how they played, but yeah, absolutely. And it was nice, I think, seeing Neil Harris there in that video as well, in that tribute, yeah. like you said. Yeah. Um Neil Harris obviously really, really well loved. Yeah. Um yeah. It's it's a strange one. Um like we said for Bristol City, I suppose a good game for them to win because having lost Scott. It was so highly rated, I suppose, like we said. But they've got good money in for him, and if they can, if they can uh, invest that wisely, Bristol City could have a decent season. I, I think it could surprise some people. I think last year they got rid of some players that they needed to get rid of. Yeah, I think so too. Do they have the youngest average age? I think they do. They are a very young team. Yeah, they really are. I think they do. Yeah, um, but yeah. Um, and in Nigel Pearson, they have a manager who you know knows knows what he's doing, knows how to win games in this division. Yeah. Um, still another guy with a ridiculous haircut, Nigel Pearson. And <laughs> um, I think someone once described it as a Turkish barber's haircut, and I couldn't <laughs> describe it any better than that. <laughs> um, but he's he's one of the characters, really, isn't he? Yeah, oh, he's, uh, I've always liked him. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, very uh, We all. Yeah, and he's honest. If nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Exactly. He's honest. I mean, after the game, he was like, you know, essentially, he he realizes they probably didn't deserve to win it. Yeah. Um. You know, Millwall didn't deserve to win it. It deserved to be a draw. It was a classic Millwall draw. But then you've one moment of magic, and you you win the game. And you know, he said himself, he's been on the other end of that where somebody just does something to win a game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like you said, I think that the tribute was very was very nice, and his family being there and everything. Like you said, I think it was tough for Millwall to get up to for the game after that. Like you said, it was a uh, quite emotional, and they, uh, yeah, they uh, the game was just awful. It really was. Yeah, it wasn't a good match at all. Yeah. Um. So, will we have a quick look ahead to what's coming up next week? Uh. We've already briefly spoke about the Friday night game, Leeds and West Brom. Uh, going to be a good game. I mean, West Brom gets up out of that, and Leeds are really, like you said, up against it. Yeah, this this half twelve game is very intriguing. 
Uh, it is a big one. Plymouth against Southampton. Plymouth obviously unbeaten. Southampton unbeaten. Yeah. Start yeah. That season. Um, it's one of those as well because it's that early kickoff. Plymouth could because be. Because it's that Plymouth TV could... game. I think this is going to be my shock of the weekend. Yeah, it's it's that lunchtime kickoff on TV. You know, a ground that Southampton probably haven't played at in a long, long time. Yeah. If it was, it was probably a cup game. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, I, I agree it's not gonna be easy for them, but I mean they were just I mean I knew they I know they were very lucky to get a draw in Norwich, but they battered them. Yeah. Um and Adam Armstrong's just so good. Uh, but I think Plymouth are gonna be tough to beat. I really do. And like you, I think it could be a it could be a surprise there. Not saying Plymouth will win it, but um I think Southampton won't have it all their own way there. Yeah, uh, which probably means banker twelve nil win for Southampton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Blackburn Rovers, who at home should be good, Hull City. Um, that has the makings of a of a high scoring game, yeah. which probably means banker nil all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Bristol City at home should have enough, I suppose, for Birmingham, but you never know. Yeah. Um, you just never know. Leicester Cardiff will be an interesting one, I think. Um, uh, you know. It'll be interesting to see how Leicester do at home uh, against Cardiff. Middlesbrough against Huddersfield. That should be Middlesbrough's first win of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it is Neil Warnock, and yeah. you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you see that one, one Middlesbrough Huddersfield? Because I mean, on paper, it should be a home win. A draw. Yeah. You just, Neil Warnock always. Does something that you just don't expect, doesn't it? He just seems to get results where you don't expect him to get one. Um, we've talked about QPR already against Ipswich. That's going to be a, that's going to be a real test, I think, for Ipswich. Just let us know if Ipswich are the real deal this season or not. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, QPR on the back of a good win at home. And you know, I don't, you know, Ipswich and QPR. I think it's going to be a good one. Sheffield Wednesday against Preston North End again. I think that's going to be a game that's going to show us our Preston for real this season. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday though, got to worry from their fans the way they defended. Yeah. And told that's got to be sorted out. Stoke Watford uh, already kind of a big game early in the season because neither of them, you know, Stoke had a good opening day win and then not a good result. Watford, like you said, that nil all at home after another really impressive opening day win. Both sides will be looking to get back on track. Yeah. Uh, that could be a great game. Could, could, it could easily be. It's a tough end. one to call. Could be a draw and then all again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one to call that one. Sunderland, Rotherham. Again, two but teams that are... If Sunderland don't win, they're in big trouble. Yeah, I'd agree. Two teams that are, you know, struggling. Yeah. Early season. Swansea against Coventry. Um... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a long way always travel Swansea, I suppose. Yeah. But again, it's one of those where Swansea needs something really, but Coventry yeah. also need to, you know, they've got the they've got a good win at the weekend against Middlesbrough. They've got to back that up now again. But going away to Swansea isn't what you really want, is it? No, not at all. Uh then we got one game on Sunday, which is again lunchtime kickoff Norwich home to Millwall. Um an interesting oh. one again. I mean, Millwall, Millwall aren't going to give away a lot of goals. Norwich, Norwich should win. But... Yeah, you just don't know. Millwall are so stingy at the back. 
Um, but then the flip side of that is Millwall don't look like they're going to score bags of goals this season either. Exactly. Uh, so we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But uh, yeah. Good stuff. That's about it, really. There's not much more news joining us at the minute, I don't think. Is there anything? No, I'm just double-checking there, but I don't uh, see much. Not a whole lot coming in. So we're looking forward to that game. Um, Friday night, I suppose, yeah. between Leeds and West Brom. Like we said, Akpom should join Ajax tomorrow. We'll wait and see how that goes. We'll, we can uh, hopefully have a few new players next weekend as well at a few clubs. Yeah. Uh, rather than losing the talent out of the championship, which has kind of happened the last few days. Hopefully we start to see some more players come in to the yeah. championship that we can all be excited to watch. Yeah. Uh, will we leave it there, Phil, and come back again after the game? Weekend? Yeah, unless unless there's like a million transfers, we'll come back midweek. We'll come back midweek if there's a, a lot of news and a lot of transfers, absolutely. And yeah. hopefully there will be. Um, Neymar is looking for a new club and so is Mbappe so you never know, <laughs> you know Neymar, Neymar to Plymouth and Mbappe to Hull yeah uh, you know that would be great alright thanks everyone for listening as always and uh, we'll be back with you either midweek if there's a lot of news and if not we'll be back after the weekend games yeah. 